Nickelback once again receiving hate on the internet. They respond to a Trump family diss. Plus, Corey Taylor is worried about Kanye West, and we got some Spotify drama going down. Stick with us. Good afternoon and welcome to Rockfeed. Before we get to the stories about Nickelback and Corey Taylor, we got to talk about Spotify. They have been the subject of great controversy over the last couple of days after their CEO, Daniel Elk, gave a statement where he was talking about in an interview how he thinks that artists just can't release new albums every three or four years anymore. It's not feasible. Now, he's saying all of this while Almost every artist would say that Spotify doesn't pay them enough. That's their argument. And of course, Spotify would argue that they lose money every quarter as it is. So there's a real give and a take here. There's some pushing and pulling going on. But here's what Daniel Elk had to say during this interview. So according to a recent report, a mid-size indie label earned just .0034 per stream. Many major acts have slammed the Swedish company for failing to properly support musicians, including the frontman of Radiohead, who once likened Spotify to the last desperate fart of a dying corpse. So Daniel Elk was speaking in a new interview with Musical.ly, and he was asked about whether he thinks artists and musicians should be releasing music nonstop to make ends meet. He said that... Musicians don't often publicly praise Spotify, though data suggests they're actually satisfied with the payout raises uh, rates. In private, they have done that many times, but in public, they have no incentive to do it. But unequivocally from the data, there are more and more artists that are able to live off streaming income itself. He says in defense of Spotify, uh, that according to him, artists that have survived in the past may not be as fortunate in today's world, which rewards fast-paced 24-7 work uh, cycles. He says there is a narrative fallacy here combined with the fact that obviously some artists that used to do well in the past may not do well in this future landscape where you can't record music once every three or four years. The artists today that are making it realize it's about creating a continuous engagement with their fans. It's about putting the work in about the storytelling around the album and about keeping continuous dialogue with your fans. And you've got some people responding. They're not happy with it. You've got legend David Crosby saying, you're an obnoxious, greedy little shit, Daniel Elk. And uh, you've got Mike Mills saying music equals product and the music must be churned out regularly, says billionaire Daniel Elk. Go F yourself. Now, I am not just a person who covers music. I'm also someone who has music on Spotify. My band One More Slice is there. And I agree with some of what he's saying. I also think that maybe they could do more to pay musicians. But look, they're in a difficult situation here. Spotify was not profitable last quarter. They lost money. And uh, that is something they could continue to do for quite some time. They're still uh, not that old of a company. They're still developing, investing in things like podcasts. And there's a lot of potential for growth here. I don't want to slam Spotify because objectively, I think that they are an important company. I think they have a good product. Um, and in the future, we're seeing them doing things like picking up Joe Rogan's platform um, and potentially competing with YouTube. This could be a place where uh, you could see Rockfeed on Spotify as a show. They're, they're putting videos there in the very near future. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. Maybe that gives Spotify the ability to pay artists more because right now they're not profitable. And that is the challenge. And I know songwriters, I understand why they feel the way that they do, because quite frankly, they are not paid enough. But does Spotify have the money to pay them? 
right now they don't seem to. So it's a catch 22. You, the consumer, what do you think in the comments? Let me know. I'm sure there are musicians there as well. Always would love to hear your thoughts, but we got to move on. This weekend, they had the Lollapalooza online festival and you had Lars Ulrich talking about what he's been doing with his family. They had stream performances. Some of them were original, some weren't. And then you had original interviews with artists. And of course, uh, Lars Ulrich was interviewed during this. And he said, one thing we've been doing during quarantine, which is great, is we've done movie night, classic cinema that I feel as a parent that the kids should see and experience the go-to phase where you're not allowed to challenge anybody else's choice. So when you have two kids that they have seen uh, classic movies or other all-time classics. It's all just a great thing, I think, for the educational part of their upbringing. So good on Lars, and I'm glad that he's spending time with his family during this quarantine where he can't tour. Moving on. So over the weekend, there's this viral tweet going around where you post the children of Donald Trump, and he says, name this band. And so you've got a bunch of different musicians here posting things like, oh, it's Puddle of Mud or Magadeth. <laughs> the Offspring, Lady Anti-BLM, oh my God. <laughs> but there was this thing that people would do, they take rock bands that they don't like and that they think that their audience is sort of trashy or something, they have some sort of vendetta against the band and naturally, as expected, somebody went for the simple, lazy joke, haha everybody, Nickelback. So this guy shares Nickelback and it got a bunch of cheap laughs. Now, mind you, there's really nothing in this photograph that looks like Nickelback or has a joke uh, that a joking reference like some of the other responses that I shared and so but you know going for going for Nickelback is sort of an easy bit here and uh, yeah Nickelback was not too pleased by this roast so you got Nickelback here responding they said consider another career comedy is not for you and they weren't done there somebody shared a fake tweet saying we're gonna make your 2020 even worse by releasing a new album this year, apparently from Nickelback. And a lady said, I once ghosted someone because they told me, hey, what's wrong with Nickelback? Nickelback says, you've been ghosted by Nickelback. AJ wrote, fun fact, no one is more aware of Nickelback's reputation than Nickelback. Nickelback responded saying, there's a difference between reputation and what some people say on Twitter. Reputation is based on knowledge. The rest is, hey, I have a smartphone and two thumbs. So basically he's pointing out that People just bash Nickelback because they can on the internet. And he says, you know, reputation is sort of fact-based oftentimes. There's evidence behind it. You know, they, they have big crowds, they have big audiences and things like that. And so I see where he's coming from. I've, I've said this many times, for all the, the bashing that Nickelback gets, they sure have sold a lot of records. And uh, those records gotta be coming from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, very, very interesting there as always. So let's move on and let's talk about a new interview with Corey Taylor where he expresses concern about Kanye West. And Kanye West has been in the news. He's running for president, but he's also had some emotional spouts with his wife, Kim Kardashian. Um, it's been a very difficult situation, it seems. And this is what he said when he was asked about him in an interview. Now, there is context here. He has kind of jabbed at Kanye in the past, but now Corey obviously seems legitimately concerned about him. So Loudwire's got a new interview with him and they asked about what's going on with Kanye. He says, that seems like someone who, who is having a mental break, to be honest. 
when you exacerbate the fame and money and all of these different things, people have a right to be concerned. He's got a family. He's got people who care about him and worry about him. Uh, It's one thing to laugh about it from afar. It's another thing to watch a breakdown happening in real time, especially with someone who is loved by many people and a lot of his actions are taken seriously. I hope he just gets the help that he needs. And that's a fantastic explanation there by Corey because, again, People who talk about this sort of stuff, they don't really consider what the person might be going through. And you have someone like Kanye West, a guy who's easy to make fun of. He says a lot of outlandish things. He says a lot of things that people don't agree with. And then a lot of times the same folks who are always pushing for mental health awareness are also the same one shitting on somebody who appears to be crying out for help. So this is very nice to hear from Corey. Again, he's a guy he'll make fun of people. He'll call bullshit, but obviously This seems to have taken a turn where it is legitimately concerning what somebody like this is going through with Kanye West. All right, so that is all for now. Thanks so much for joining us today at Rockfeed. If you're new here, please consider subscribing with notifications on so you don't miss out on breaking news and updates. Thanks so much for joining us each and every day here at Rockfeed, and we'll see you all very soon.